Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season 2 of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, The Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. They will remain in that reward forever. As far as the punishment, they will remain ever. That also will come in many, many places in the Quran anyway. Here a warning. But in this reward, people remain forever. Then Quran says, Warning has come again. Reason actually is it. Because you can see when the Surah is coming from the late period of Makkah and Mukarrama, the Quran starts also teaching about Jews and Christian lot. Because now the, the message has spread. In the beginning, the message was only known to Makkah. The Jews and Christians were not so much concerned. But now, by the, after 10 years, message has gone to Abyssinia, people know, in there, some people in Medina have become Muslim. Jews now know, Christians know, and so many conspiracy comes. Actually, the surah was revealed because of questions. The Jews have taught uh, Makkah that you go and ask your prophet some questions. If he answers, then he is prophet. And among the questions were in the story of the pillar of cave, story about Dulqarnayn and also about Ruh, you know what Ruh means, or some people say about Khadir, anyway, they ask the question and that has been revealed. So now the message is spreading, the Jews and Christians also have been addressed in the Quran properly. In the Surah Al-Isra, the more emphasis was about the Makkan people Quraysh and then Jews. In this Surah, Surah Al-Kahf, now it is actually Makkan people and Christians. And more detail will come about Christians in Surah Maryam. So you can see because the Christians are the one very clearly they make they declare that God has got a son. Do also Arabs used to say like that. They used to say, angels are daughters of Allah, God. So they used to say like that. So this thing that God has got, you know, children, that was something shared by Christians and by Makkans both. Christians have only one son. They, you know, they say Jesus Christ is his son. But Makkans used to think that all the angels, they are daughters of God. That's how they used to think. So Allah SWT has warned the people in a specific Because this thing goes you know, against Allah's favor. Allah has done favor upon you. What? Allah's favor upon you that this Quran has come. Follow the Quran, Iman, Amal Saleh, and you are salvated. But if this house says, Alhamdulillah, that is favor upon you. But if you make this belief that you know Allah has got a son, I don't listen to Allah, but I will make friendship with the son. If son is happy with me, I will be salvated. So tell me that book has any Book has no meaning. Because Allah sent the book, but if you got a relation with the sun, book has no relevance. You don't follow the book, but you follow the sun. You become, you know, with the sun, you become intercession, you can be salvated. The belief in intercession basically makes the religion senseless. It has no meaning. The religion has no meaning with intercession. If people believe in the intercession, it means Allah's religion has no meaning. What purpose of Quran or obedience and following and all those things if somebody else can salvate you? Allah says salvation only can come with Iman and good deeds. And now somebody says, No, if you love a son of God, you can be salvated. So Allah's teaching has no, no meaning for you. Try to understand it. Belief in intercession actually is very harmful and destroying the whole religion. That's why Allah SWT makes very clear that you know, he has no son. People who say like that, they are correcting the whole thing. 
that why whenever the mistakes and corruption comes in the religion religious basically lose their importance iman amal sale gosta some people will say teach you certain things that you know if you are certain day you do this thing then you are your sins are forgiven then basic quran and sunnah and all prayer and fasting and zakat and hajj has no meaning some people will say if you follow a peer or sheikh then you are salvated then basically why quran there quran no meaning there just basically hold hold you know just get a, a peer somewhere and most of the peer that people say, maybe many people don't know peer in in, in peer or dulang we what persian word peer means basically what in arabic you say sheikh you know somebody people follow in india subcontinent many of these peers are so is so ignored you know they are not alim they are not scholars ignorant people what the teach actually is not going to benefit and if people think if they become happy with you allah will be happy with you not going to happen so allah swt says why there are those who call the allah walada to and warn those people who say allah has made son because those people who say allah has made son then next step is what give the son love the son you know obey the son you are salvated son has come as kafara for you son has been hanged now your sins are forgiven because son has been hanged we always ask people what is the mistake of fault of the people who were before the son if jesus christ has come to salvate everybody he should be the first person on the face of the earth then everybody can be salvated why he came so late people who are before jesus christ they could not believe he was son of god what is their fault now they are suffering try to understand this actually big mistake actually has been taught now you can see millions and millions of people they believe in that that why when they introduce this this belief in the christianity Christianity basically become corrupted. Now, amal, good deeds have no no relation, no relevant to Christianity because people believe that Jesus Christ is the one who is salvation for everybody, and he has been hanged and the cross. Now I'm forgiven. I can do whatever I like, and he will forgive me. I can come to the priest and I can acknowledge my son sins, and he will forgive me. This corruption comes. Jesus Christ never taught that. Isa Alislam Jesus Christ, he always have been worshiping Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and teaching people the right belief. So the Quran says, "Why there are those who call to Allah Almighty? Who are the people who say Allah has made a son? Ma lahum bihi min alimin, wala abaihim. They have got no knowledge of it, and neither their forefathers. That actually one of the major theme of this surah is that people have no knowledge. Allah wants to say, 'Iman bin Rabi'. Allah wants to say, 'Allah knows, you don't know.' Whenever you make an action, this action must be based on knowledge." If you don't have proper knowledge, your action must be wrong. If you worship Jesus Christ because you believe He is the Son of God, tell me what the problem is. Problem is you don't have the knowledge. Ask the priest. When anybody said to you, Jesus Christ, Son of God, what is the witness? What is the proof? Where Allah said that He has got a son? Where is mention? Allah never mentioned He has got a son. He never taught Ibrahim or Islam. Ibrahim always have been teaching people in the Bible. In the Bible, Old Testament, Ibrahim always teaching people worship one God. Moses come and teach people only one God. If Allah had got a son, why did not he teach Ibrahim or Islam? Why kept hidden? Why Allah is lying? Allah teaches everybody he has got no son, and then he has son. Why son was hidden? Allah says, "Ma lahum bihi min alimin." They have got no knowledge of it. Walali abaim and neither their forefathers. That makes very clear in the religion. If anybody tells something for which they have no proof, it is really very very severe matter. Not easy. It going to misguide people. That's why ulama in Islam have no no authority to teach something without the evidence. No authority. 
Ulama don't know. Ulama have to base their argument, teaching based on the Quran and Sunnah. If ulama don't take this from the Quran and Sunnah, they have no authority to teach. In Islam, nobody has got any arbitrary authority. No text, no alim, no scholar, no Sufi, no Shaykh, nothing. If somebody tells you, if you read this dua, you get this reward. You have full right to ask the person, what is the evidence? Simple thing. If somebody said to you after Maghrib prayer, you press six rakah, your sins are forgiven. Ask the person, what is the evidence? Simple thing. If people say to you, on the 15th of Shaban, if you, you know, on the 15th of Shaban, the sins of all the people are forgiven. They say, they say on the 15th of Shaban, you know, Allah forgives everybody's sin except a person, except two people who, who hate each other. They got hatred, enmity. Except two people who are hatred, enmity between them, everybody's sins are forgiven. You know, I don't believe in those hadiths anyway. I, I know there's so much corruption that the real night is night of the Qadr. So there's somebody who are discussing with me, and they believe. All the many Dewandi people, they believe this 15th of Shaban, and many very people. Both are celebrated very much about this night. So somebody who are discussing with me in Oxford, that you know, this night, you know, in this night, everybody's sins are forgiven, except two people who fight each other. So I said to them, then my sins are forgiven. Because hadith, your hadith says that everybody who is a believer, their sins are forgiven. It does not say they wake up in the night or do a Even I'm sleeping, my sins are forgiven. Hadith does not say if you believe in the night. It only says all the believers. So I'm a believer. I'm Muslim. My sins are forgiven. Except two people fight. So your sins are not forgiven because you are fighting. You are because really the one they fight each other. They are always fighting. So I say, in the people who celebrate, their sins are not forgiven because they keep fighting. All of them, the Barelevi says you cannot pray behind the one thing, and the one thing says we don't pray behind, you know, behind the Barelevi. And I pray behind every Muslim. So I said, my sins are forgiven. Even if you don't believe in the Hadith, Hadith does not say that you know you need to believe in the Hadith. Hadith says all the Muslims, and that night their sins are forgiven, except two people who fight. So I said, if this Hadith is true, then Alhamdulillah, our sins are forgiven, and your sins are not forgiven, because you people keep fighting. So Deobandi and Barabi, their sins are not forgiven. Because both of them, they accuse each other and they declare they are kafir and they don't pray behind each other, they never do like that. I remember that once one of my students came and I went to pray in the mosque and after the prayer I saw him outside the mosque. I said, you need to come to pray in the mosque? He said, no, I don't pray behind these people. You see? So these people, they hate, hate each other. They never pray behind each other. And Alhamdulillah, we people, Muslims, we pray behind every Muslim. So our sins are forgiven. So anyway, I am trying to say, People keep inventing the religion. If people invent it, tell them what is the proof of the reason. If this night is true, then Allah the Messenger, the Prophet, the companions, Abu Bakr and Abu Hanif and Malik and Sufyan Thawri and all Tawin, they should be the first people to celebrate them, to wake up in the night. They are soaking for the Qadr, which is less reward according to you than night of 15 Shaban. If you see the hadith that they have made, in, in 15th Shaban has more reward than the Qadr. In Lahat Al-Qadr, not everybody's sins are forgiven. In Lahat Al-Qadr, if you wake up, if you get the night, it's like more than 1,000 months. But not that everybody's sins are forgiven. In this night, they say, everybody's sins are forgiven. And some hadith say that as many people are forgiven as the hair in the sheep of Anukal. I tell the people, this hadith never can be true. Because Muslims never have been in that time as many as the hair in the sheep of Anukal. It never happened. In the time of Muslims were only 100,000 people. And the hair in the sheep was millions and millions of hair. So even that day when it was said, this hadith was never, never, never true. Because that number of people never have been forgiven. Just think properly, how many hairs are in one sheep? 
and the Balukalbi used to have many, many thousands and thousands of sheep. Tell me how many, how many here will be? This hadith hardly can be true. So think properly. When people teach you, ask the question. Because religion only makes sense with your mind. Think, ask people. If Allah is under the Nasi like that, you know, night of the Qadr, which actually has surah in the Quran, it has not, not so many reward. So think all the time, keep asking this question. So Allah said, Ma lahum bihi min alimin, wala li abai. They don't have any knowledge, neither their ancestors. Kaburat, kalimatan, takhruju min afahihim. How, how big is it? this word which is coming from their mouth? You see, Allah said, you know, when you say the word mouth, when you want to criticize your mouth, coming from your mouth, when people speak nice, you use a nice word, sentence from your tongue. But mouth, you use the word mouth when you want to criticize. How bad is the word which is coming from their mouth? Kaburat, kalimatan, takhruju min How bad? Think really. Say, Allah is son. You know what it means? Do you know what it means? Son. You know, son implies what? Relation. You know, think it properly. What, what meaning means? Uh, God has got a wife, sahiba, relation, then son. Can you imagine what you say? You know, Allah depends on someone. Allah needs a son. They don't say, but a lie. It's just a lie. Not more than that. It's just a lie. If people say about Allah and his messenger, about the religion, anything, for which they have no proof, it is a lie. In the matter of the ibadah, in the matter of the Allah, his attributes, about the Messenger وسلم, what he knows, what he does not know, you have no way to know from your mind. You need revelation. What Allah is, you only can know through revelation. What the Prophet وسلم, is, only you can know through the revelation. You know, understand what this religion is, you only can know through revelation. If I tell you, you know, do a special prayer after Maghrib and you get this reward, I don't have any way to know this. Unless I know in the Quran Sunnah. If I tell you and I have no evidence, then you are not allowed to follow me. It is lying. Anybody who says in the religion anything for which they have no proof in the Quran Sunnah, it is just a lie. They don't say but a lie. Understand properly. Any Shaykh, any peer, any Alim, anybody who says in the religion something for which they have no proof in the Quran and no proof in the Sunnah of the Prophet then it is no more than a lie. You are not allowed to follow. Never, never. If you follow, you get sin. To understand properly. How can we is this Islam al-Qati? It is Islam al-Tasir. What is Islam Sorry? No. It's Islam al also Why is Islam Islam al-Tasir? Where are you getting this thing from Akhlaq? Akhlaq is my student, so I can criticize him. So I think, you know, you have to learn Mustasna properly. You know, it is true. Once you have learned, Mustasna Munqati is always Mansoor. That's true. That's fine. But it does not mean that other Mustasna is not Mansoor. Mustasna Muntasir is also Mansoor. There are only some, some places where it cannot be Mansoor. To understand properly, let me explain to you, to you understand, know this from Mustasna Muntasir is always Mansoor. Like you said, Ja'al Qawmu illa Zaydan. You never can say Ja'al Qawmu illa Zaydan. It's impossible. To first understand properly. Whenever the sentence is Mujab, means no negation, nothing, then mustatna always will mansub. Ja'al qawmu illa zaydun. You never can say ja'al qawmu illa zaydun. When the sentence is negative, like this one, negative, in yaqulun, negative. If this one, what the see actually is, if uh, uh, the mustatna minhu is not mathkur, not mentioned, then what you can do, then you can make mustatna same era, what would have been the era of mustatna minhu. Here, for example, in Yaquluna illa kadeba. Mustatna minhu is not mentioned. 
والمستثمر المستثمر هذا سيميرا هذا مستثمر منه في هذه المشن يعني مستثمر منه هذه المشن وارو البي المرسوب المفعول به تهيرا ذات نو ايرا عدد الكذبه نيفر كان مرفوض اني يقول فرابل فاي سيت تو يو ما جاءني الا زيد ات فاين بغيت يقول ما جاءني احد الا زيد زيد كسيميرا احد بل اذا هي ما رايت الا زيد not illa zaidan to always zaidan because it is ma raaitu ahadan illa zaidan here it never can be illa kadi you know it is you know it's not but the other one can't never can be no meaning of one here anyway to in yaqulun illa kadiba they don't say but lie so that's what i think lie if you to saying anything about the religion for which you have no proof it is lie because to say something you need to search for proof and you do not look for that you are lying Because truth only can be based on their source, and there's no source in your life. You know what I mean? Try to understand properly. In other words, people say, "I don't know." If you did not know, you are not allowed to say. If people have no knowledge in their religion, they are not allowed to say. If you say, it will lie. In the religion, anything for which you have no proof, if you say it, it will lie. Because religion only comes from Allah. Anything that actually inventing hadith is such a big thing. People are not allowed to follow invented hadith, fabricated hadith, lying hadith, and similarly these hadith which are very very weak. You know, ask the muhaddithin, ask the people who are expert of the hadith. Then anyway, the Quran is making very clear that in the religion people must seek knowledge, get the evidence properly. Now this is that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has been teaching people properly, guiding the people properly, and people don't behave properly. But what, how the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is? He is such a nice person, such a nice manner. He he knows that if people don't follow me, they are going to fall in the hellfire. Tell me what he does. He they laugh at him. If somebody laughs at me, I say okay, laugh at him. You will see the fire of him. You will be in the fire. I will so help you. But the prophet not like that. The prophet says that he is so keen for the same people to save them. Actually, he said one of the hadith that you know my example, your example is that you want to jump in the fire and I am holding you with yours. I want to save you. That how he has been really. The Prophet has so much mercy, so much love for the people. They laugh at him, they make mockery. He never complains. Quran never mentions that the Prophet has complained to the people that people are hurting me. Quran actually complains about the Prophet that he is so keen for the people to save them from the fire of hell. He is so keen. Tell me, if the Quran reveals now in our time, what Quran will say about us? Quran will say that we are so keen for the people to go to the fire. We are so keen for the people to be destroyed. Tell me if Allah gives me power and says that you know if you say one word and I'll destroy the whole Israel, I will say that word immediately. Is it like that? Because we are so keen for Israel to be destroyed. Well, if there is a messenger, what will he do? A messenger, no. Oh Allah, delay the punishment. You know, you know. I, I'll work. Maybe they are said. Maybe they listen to me. Not them. Maybe their their family, their descendants. When the Prophet came to Taif, people of Taif did not listen to him. They harmed him. They made the children. To to stone him, so much problem for him, and he was really hurt. And then an angel came to him and said to him, "Oh Allah, Messenger Jibril Islam, this angel mountain, if you want, he can crush the people between the two mountains. Finish them. If you want, Allah said, 'No, I don't want that.' Uh, if they don't believe, I hope that somebody from their descendants will believe. You see how he thinks. Do you feel like that? That why really Allah Subhanahu wa Taala never accept any our prayer because we never made da'wa. Make a dawa, then make dua. You know, call people to Islam, then you make dua against them. Allah accept. Like no Islam. Nine hundred fifty years, dawa, dawa, dawa. Then he said, Oh Allah, don't leave on the earth any unbeliever. Then punishment came. Everybody destroyed. 
But first 950 is da'wah. Do we have any da'wah? We don't say, we are not sincere to the people. We don't want to save them. You know, we don't want to save the people from the fire of hell. We just want to punish people. We just want to destroy the people. We want to rule over the world. So Allah has not made the world like that. You know, he, he, we have duty upon the people. Allah the Messenger. Quran says, فَلَعَلَّكَ بَاقِعُ النَّفْسَكَ عَلَىٰ آثَارِهِمْ إِلَّمْ يُؤْمِنِ بِهَادَ الْحَدِيثِ أَسَفَةً Perhaps you are going to kill yourself. عَلَىٰ آثَارِهِمْ On their footsteps. You are following their footsteps. You are following them. You want them to become Muslim, Muslim all the time. إِلَّمْ يُؤْمِنُ If they don't believe بِهَادَ الْحَدِيثِ In this speech, it means in the Quran. أَسَفَةً In the grief. You are so much grief for them that it looks seems that you are going to kill yourself if they don't believe in, in, in this matter. You know, think properly how much of, you know, what, what Quran making complaint? Quran what to tell the Prophet that don't have so much grief upon the people. Actually, it has come in another verse of the Quran. Let me read from that. In Surah the shura Quran says, لَعَلَّكَ بَاقِعُ النَّفْسَكَ أَلَّا يَكُونُ مُؤْمِنِينَ You know, perhaps, you know, you are going to kill yourself that they are not believers. Whenever uh, Quran complains about the Prophet is what? He is too keen for the people to become believers. He is so keen, he is going to heal him like, going to kill himself. He is so much pain about the people. Quran never says about the Prophet that you know, you complain about the people. The people have been hurting him, harming him. Does Quran ever time says, oh, Allah may say you complain about the people? The Prophet never complain about the people. The Prophet in the people, they have so much hurting against him. But what he does, Quran complains about him that he is so keen for the people to become believers. When you are so keen, then Allah helps you. Then the Quran says, فَلَعَلَّكَ بَاقِعُ النَّفْسَكَ فَلَعَلَّكَ بَاقِعُ النَّفْسَكَ عَلَىٰ آثَارِهِمْ إِلَّمْ يُؤْمِنُ بِهَا الْحَدِيثِ أَسَفَا Why Quran says like that? Quran wants to tell him properly, O Allah the Messenger, keep your dignity. Keep the dignity of the message. Message has come to teach the people, they have to understand, think. If you don't follow them, don't be so much keen, explain to them properly like that. But you don't need really to kill yourself if they don't become believers. Your duty only is to convey the message properly. The people understand properly, that's what you need. Think properly really. How we Muslims in our time convey the message properly? Think properly. Do our neighbors know really what Islam is? If somebody writes a book against the Prophet then you give fatwa that person should be killed. Tell me this how the how Islam works. What is the duty? Duty is, oh, this person in this world lives and he hates the Prophet and we did not teach him to love this man. The Prophet is so beloved, so nice, so kind to the people. Why anybody, anybody hate him? It means the person did not know. Let me go and teach him. Then what should I write at you? In this world, people are there who hate him. Even on the believers in Makkah and believers, they used to love him. In our time, somebody hates the Prophet it's our fault. We should go and teach the person. But what will you give fatwa? Kill the person. Tell me what will happen. People will hate the Prophet more. Because they will think, you know, we are right. This Prophet taught people only killing. He did not teach people to, you know, guide people, to help people, to teach anything. He only taught his followers to kill people. That will happen. Try to understand properly. Be guide to the people. Have love, love for the people. Mercy for the people. Sympathy for the, for the people. I know really that, you know, when Salman Rushdie wrote this book, which is no doubt very bad book, and Muslims had told so much protest in London. And I, I, even that time, really, I, I, I said to the people that it is not going to help. If Muslims had no protest, nothing, they are actually used to have some sympathy in the heart of the English people. They used to say, okay, this book should not be written. But once they make the protest and they made all the fatwa, then all the sympathy became against them. No, no, then the people started hating Muslims. They, they are so violent, all those things. 
the way I understand it, how, how to win the heart of people. How the Prophet when people used to come to Makkah al-Mukarramah and when they see how the unbelievers behave and how the Prophet behave, they used to love the Prophet sallallahu how nice he is. How he, how he is. He wants to kill himself because people are not believers. But what do we do? We kill the people if they are not believers. That's what we learn. We say, if you are not believer, I am going to kill you. And the Prophet said, what he do? His way is, if people don't believe, how can I live? He day and night, no sleep, no eating, no drinking, until the people believe. And what we people say, if people don't believe, kill them. Allah never made religion like that, that if people don't believe, you kill them. He never made like that. Allah has never made a jihad because people differ from jihad for other purpose. Jihad not to kill the people because they don't believe in Allah. Allah wants to keep the believers. Always he kept the believers. You know, if Allah said if he wanted, he could have made the world that no, no unbeliever. He wants to keep the believer, unbelievers. Believers, unbelievers would remain the world. Try to understand this thing very properly. You should have pain for the people. Think really. People around me, they're going to fire off it and I cannot save them. My brothers, my sisters, human beings. They are human beings, they are going to the fire, hell fire, and I cannot save them. You know, Allah is angry with them, and I cannot, I cannot help them. Uh, it is my fault. How can be in the, I am in the world, and people are believers? Like Abu Qasuddiq, Allah, he said, you know, It is possible that religion decrees, and I am alive. He said, it is possible that people go to fire, and I am alive. People go to hell fire, and I am alive. People don't understand the Prophet, and I am alive. Think properly. Our duty should be to teach people, to explain to the people, to have mercy upon the people. So now the Quran says, don't, don't do this thing. We have set enough proof in the Quran and in the universe. If people study the universe properly, and if people read the Quran properly, they have enough proof to obey Allah and His Messenger. You don't need to kill yourself. You don't need to follow them so, so much. You, your purpose only is to recite the Quran, explain the meaning. They will understand. You don't need to kill yourself because they don't believe. Because we have, we have given them mind. Why, they don't, why don't they use their mind? Uh, think properly. So Allah wants not to explain that actually this universe as it is made. It really teaches people that what why it is. If you look properly and things around you, it gives you some lessons. Look at yourself. Look at the Quran. Allah said that we have made proper arrangement for people to be guided. The universe itself has full information and the Quran has got a person which teach people. You don't need to kill yourself. Allah said, Inna ja'alna ma'ala al-ard zinatan laha. You know, certainly we have made whatever on the earth is zinatan laha and adornment for, for the earth. This itself actually makes very clear that the earth is not to be worshipped. It is not a place where people are going to live forever. Allah said, the way we have made the earth, it makes very clear that there is a day of judgment. People will be questioned. The day will come. The way we have made everything, it makes very clear. So Allah said, Inna ja'alna ma'al ard zinatan laha. Certainly we have made whatever on the earth is an adornment for it. You know what adornment means? When I say adornment, does it live forever? Adornment, zina never lives forever. It is only temporary. Whenever people like, you know, when women you know, adorn themselves, beautify themselves, does it remain forever? When Allah made the earth adornment, Tell me, anything remains forever? Like you can see in the, in, in the spring, how the flowers come and how the, you know, the leaves of the tree come, do they remain forever? Autumn comes and everything gone. You can see that adornment, adornment means temporary. It comes for a purpose, for a temporary purpose. There is purpose and then they go. They are never. Even if Allah had made the world, earth, a permanent place for the human being, then he would have made everything as permanent. 
that provides bliss. If Allah wanted to, for you to live here forever, then basically every single thing should be here permanent. They enjoy, but if nothing is permanent. Just come and go. Every single, even day and night, they keep changing all the time. Anything you look actually, they keep, even you. If Allah had made you here to live forever and enjoy the world, tell me that then, then what should be most sensible is to create you as young man. In the, in the age of 25. Everybody born when they are 25 years old. At 25. That's what I mean. If the world is for enjoyment, what a purpose to make you a child? Still, you know, when you child, you don't understand anything anyway. So you are born when you are 25 years old. And then you remain the same age forever. You never die. Because this is why you have been made to enjoy the world. But the world actually, the way you have been made tells very clearly you are not going to live here forever. Because you are born, you grow, and when you become in the time to enjoy, what happens? Decline happens. Then you basically become old and older until you die. When you become, when you understand the world more, then your body should actually be stronger, then enjoy more. After what happens, when you start understanding the world more, then basically your body becomes weaker, less enjoyment. Old people, they know the world more, but they have less enjoyment. Does it make sense really? It does not make any sense. If the world is for enjoyment, then the progress should be like that. That your body actually every day should have more, more strength to enjoy more. And your mind should have more knowledge to invent new things more and more to enjoy. Every day your enjoy should, enjoyment should increase. Like in the day of judgment, Allah SWT says, every day people have no new enjoyment. Because that is the word for enjoyment. Every new day, new enjoyment. And every day your body will you know, function much, much better. Every day new enjoyment. But in this world, by the time you learn, learn what this, when people are 25 years old, people still say that you, know, you are still too young. By the time they are too young, they become, start becoming old. Like you know, one of my colleagues in, Ox, in Oxford, you know, he never married, he was 70 years old. So just yeah, this thing, he said that when I was young, 25 years old, my mother said to me, Mary, I said, no, I am too young to marry. You know, I never listened to my mom. And now I am too, too old to marry. He said, how to like it? You don't realize, you always keep saying, I'm too young, too young. And then one day, you know, I'm too old now. Exactly how to that. You just keep saying the same word again and again. We forget that, that I always said to the people, you know, get married quick, as quickly as possible. Because you think that you are 20 years old, but you are not going to remain 20 years after 30 years. After, 30, after 10 more years, you become 30 years old. You don't understand this. You are now 20 years old, but after 10 years, you become how much? 30 years old. It is not the same thing. When you are 20 years old, think properly, be serious, and get married. Because after 10 more years, you become 30 years And then, things will decline. It's not more so. Declining. You see, that is how I made the world. You think you are too young, and by the next day, you remember that you are too old. So Allah SWT has made the world. إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ زِينَةً لَهَا لِنَبْلُوَهُمْ أَيُّهُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا So test them who has better action, good action. That purpose, purpose is not really to enjoy this life. Purpose only to test you. The way Allah has made the adornment on the face of the earth is to test you. Many, many, many words test coming to me. I'm going to explain this inshallah. But you, know, you need to think, understand properly. This earth actually needs to understand and think properly. You know, there's one of the great uh, poets of uh, Arabic language and a very pious person, Nisal Nukadam Rahmanullah Ta'ala, he used to say, Naharuka ya magrura sahum wa ghaflatun, wa layluka nawmun, wa radadaka lazimu, wa tata'bu fima sawfa takrahu ghibbahu, kathalika fi dunya ta'ishu bahaimu. He said, Naharuka ya magrura sahum wa ghaflatun. Oh, person who deceived, 
your days were sahmun wa ghaflatun forgetfulness and heedlessness you don't care you don't think don't know don't learn anything just you ignore every single thing don't look think properly deeply walaylaka nawm this is your day just in a sahwa and ghafla you know eating drinking not thinking and night sleep walaylaka nawm tell me when you want to think warada laka nazim lazim and one day you going to die rada halakin hala halak wal halak lak lazim you going to die in the day you just enjoy the life in the night you sleep and one day you going to die وَتَتَعْبُ فِيمَا سَوْفَتَكَهُ غِبَّهُ And you make so much effort about for something you're going to you know, dislike the outcome. Outcome of your action, one day you dislike. You make so much effort. When the outcome will come, outcome will come. So you can not express this. You know, people make so much money, so much earning. And when they die, leave everything behind. Like Umar al-Razir, his father al-Razir Marwan, very rich person, governor of, of, of Egypt, and a very very respect so much money and he has so many celestes they used to do business for him and all the time keep making more and more money when he was dying his celestes came to him and gave him good tidings that in this business we went we got so much money what he said all the profits that you made all the silver and gold that you made for me they and the dung of the animal both are the same thing now they have no value all the dirham dirham and the nalir they and the dung of the animal both are the same you spend your life you know about dung just to get dung in this world who, who likes this thing you know this life has given to you to make something precious but you spend your time in something you will not like it it's consequential outcome when outcome will come you will see it you know you are young you know you have youth you can so much thing but you have time going outside walking and you know night spending out time drinking enjoying the life and after few years you come old tell me Your youth was so nice, you could have done so much things, but you just wasted something useless. So that actually, you know, the poet said, وَتَتَعْبُوا فِي مَا سَوْفَ تَكَرْهُوا غِبَّهُ You are tired, you make effort about something, you will dislike its consequences. فَذَلِكَ فِي الدُّنْيَا تَعِيشُ بَهَائِنَا Any Muslim like that. Let's have any Muslim. Tell me how any Muslim. غَفَلَّا سَهُوا فَارْغَرْفُلْنَسْ Sleeping, eating, drinking. Let's have any But again he said, وَمُشَيِّدٍ دَارًا لِيَسْكُنَ دَارَهُ سَكَنَ لَقُبُورًا وَدَارُهُ لَمْ تُسْكَنِ Many people who build nice palaces, why? To live there. But they live in the graves, not in the palace. Saddam Hussein built all these big palaces. Where does he live now? Tell me. In the graves. He does not live in those palaces. Shah Jahan built it. So many you know, in India, Shah Jahan is one of the richest Mughal emperors in India. He built so many buildings, you know, his forts are everywhere, in Lahore, in Delhi, in Agra, everywhere. Big, big forts, big, big buildings. Those buildings are there, but he's not there. He lives in the immigrant. That's how he lives with you. This is how he likes it. Think of problem. That is what makes sense. Enjoyment makes sense. And do you really enjoy the world? And actually the problem is you don't enjoy. Nice food comes in front of you. Nice, tasty. Then what happens you? Then after a while, you can't eat more. Your enjoyment finished. Your stomach says, no, not anymore. You are weak. You are limited. Your enjoyment is so limited, so tiny. You can't enjoy anymore. And if you eat more, suffering happens. Exactly. You cannot control it. When people eat more than they need, suffering. When you eat because you enjoy, suffer. If you eat because you need, then you're fine. You're healthy. But once you eat because you enjoy, suffering happens. 
this one is not for enjoyment everything has made for purpose allah said lena bluwahum we test them meaning is the world is for testing purpose he has given the space for you so you can eat and drink why because he want to test you in the test you need to have life so you can survive but after that you have to pass the test it, the world is not for enjoyment not for enjoyment purpose and that also quran has said in surah al سورة الملك تبارك الذي بيد الملك وهو على كل شيء قدير الذي خلق الموت والحياة ليبلوكم He created the life and death to test you أيكم أحسن عملا You know who is best in action What best action means? Best action means أخلصه وأصوبه That action which is sincerely for Allah and that action which is kind to the sunnah of Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم Allah want to see what if you do actions and I follow the Prophet and when you follow him you do this sincerely for me any action which is not according to sunnah of the Prophet is not husn amal is not a good action any action which is according to sunnah of the Prophet but to show, to show the people not for Allah it is not a good action good action means two conditions one is it must be agreeing with the way of the Prophet because he has been sent as messenger you have to do as he does that way he said Sallu kama ra'aytumuni wasalli Pray as you see me praying And he said Khudu anni manasakakum Take from me your way of worship You have to take from him Any action which differs from the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam It never can be good Any action which agrees with the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam But is not done sincerely for Allah It is not a good action Allah wants to see your good action So that word Allah said Lenabluwahum ayyuhum ahsanu amala that's a purpose. When that purpose is done, then the earth is not going to remain. وَإِنَّا لَجَاعِلُونَ مَا عَلَيْهَا سَعِيدًا جُرُزًا And certainly we are going to make whatever is on the top of the earth. سَعِيدًا Just surface. You know, سَعِيدًا means, سَعِيدًا means that surface of the earth where nothing grows. Just, just, you know, just soil. سَعِيدًا means the soil on the surface of the earth. If you have got on the سَعِيد tree of flowers or green, not سَعِيد. سَعِيدًا means Water rising from the soil, the soil. And Juroza means Munqata, means nothing, barren, barren surface, nothing grows there. We are soon going to be like that. Tell me, if this is the enjoyment, why Allah will be like that? This is how we met. Every time you consider it, one day it will happen permanently, one day permanently, the earth will be destroyed, nothing will be there, nothing will, nothing will grow. But every time it keeps happening, something grows and then again it becomes barren, nothing is there, things are gone. It means clearly, Allah SWT did not make that. That's why the Quran said, Death and life. If Allah wanted you to enjoy the, this world, then He would have made life, not the death. He made the death and life both. And He mentioned the death before the life to remind you. Death is created and life is created. Both are made for him, by Him. Try to understand properly in this world, our life really is very, very short. Not forever. And we are here for a purpose. Think properly your life. Really. I know now. 52 year old, when I look in my past life so quickly, within one moment I can see the whole life, the how it goes. And one day certainly I will die and become history. Like, you know, like for example, my grandfather he died and his father died and between my grandfather and until Adam, nobody survived. Everybody died. From uh, my family, everybody from my grandfather died, his father died, his father died until Adam was nobody died. Then tell you, then tell something. If my family nobody survived, how I would survive? How I think I am going to survive? One day my father will die, or maybe I die before him, and one day I will die. 
and one day people who are born from me my children they will die because if my my family from my grandfather to adam nobody survived isn't that enough to teach me do i need to learn more to learn from the, from, from the history learn from the society learn from what happening around you think properly you are not born here to live here so don't don't behave that going to live here forever don't don't learn those knowledge which going to make you to live forever you're not going to live don't deceive yourself even your your body is not going to you know it's not going to support you afterward think properly that how you are you are not going to live forever to think properly spend your time for the things for which you have been made it does not make any sense you waste your time for things which are you know which you are not going to enjoy you build a house but you are not going to live tell me why you spend spending your time you want to build palaces for your enemies you wasting your energy for what purpose Saddam Hussein built palaces for himself and prison for who? For the enemy. Then what happened? He was in the prison and enemies were in the palace. Tell me, that's what you want to do? That you know you build palace and then enemies live there? Shah Jahan built in his palace. If you had known really, the palace was going to live by the people who he hated. And that happened after his death, very quickly after 100 years, Mughal Empire gone. Finish. Did not survive. Nothing survived. Allah SWT is teaching this inshallah. Anyway, the next story is coming which I am going to explain. The story of that pure care. To make it very clear really, Allah knows we don't know. That why how to behave in this world will never tell you. You know, scientists what they do, they want to learn from the earth itself. They don't want to learn from the creator. So they learn something but they don't learn properly. If they learn from the creator, then they know what this earth is. But what they, they want to learn from the earth, they want to learn from the IPL. So when the IPL falls down, what they learn? There must be gravity on, in the earth. Very, super, very superficial knowledge. Really. They, they could have done more than that really. When the IPL fell down, you could have done really that who made the IPL? Who made you? Why he made IPL? Why he made you? Think properly. Only thing you learn it, that is their gravity. But there are questions more important than that. Question is who made the IPL? And the question is who made you? And the question is why he made IPL? Why he made you? Why he made gravity? This question don't they need answer? But this person only knows one answer, and the people made him hero. You know the person who you know the, the real question actually is still there. The real question is why Apple has been made? Why you have been made? Ibrahim Islam is the person who always asks a real question. Always a real question. In this world, don't waste your time. Don't go for superficial question. Go always for the real question. Anyway, I stuck there. Inshallah, if you have any question, please ask. Questions, inshallah. Yeah, people online, you, you can write your questions under the post called questions for day one, inshallah. We'll take them after we take these. Uh, Sheikh, sl slightly off topic, but it goes back to the hadith you mentioned at the start of the session uh, about the companions talking about how they read, uh, read stuff that was not in the book later on. And you mentioned that the book here means the ahkam, not the Quran. So um, in this case, what, what did they mean when they're saying they read I mean, is that, I don't know how it translates from the, from the actual Arabic of the surah, but if they're talking about reading, that implies that there was something written down in that case. So if it's not the Quran, what was it? Sometimes the Prophet used to be speeched in khutbah, and the same words he used to say every, every Friday. So people used to read them, memorize them. And some people used to say, I used to think this from the Quran. Then I realized, no, no, it's not from the Quran, it's from the Prophet Sometimes Prophet used to say the same thing again and again many, many times. Some people are reading, some people are understanding, you know, like, you know, like, like, like hadith, you read hadith as well. You read like that, but it's not that it's from the Quran. 
And some people misunderstood as well. Death hurdle must be front of Quran. But then realize it is Bukhari. This death hurdle is front of Quran. But then realize no, no, it's not front of Quran. Read like recite. Yeah. Yeah, it was just to ask about the uh, the fact that you said we're not here for a long time and if we were made here to enjoy, then we would have been made at a specific age, we were strong and intelligent. Uh, so uh, there's a, a narration that people usually quote about the age in paradise being 33. I just wanted to know if that was correct. No, I don't know the age, but certainly we know that in the paradise people will be on the best height and the best age for which, in which they can enjoy. But that is the life for enjoyment. This life is different, this life is not for enjoyment. Like Hamburg Ahmad said that youth, youth to me like something stuck to my clothes and then I threw it away. So quickly it goes, so quickly it comes and goes. Ask anybody who become old, they will tell you how the, how the youth goes. So quickly, you cannot imagine. The life really is not enjoyment. Life really is very, very serious matter. It's not a joke. It's a very serious matter. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned um, the, the Prophet ﷺ was very um, beloved by the people. So even though um, the people in Mecca, uh, they, they had a problem with his message, they still loved him, alayhi salatu wasalam. Mm. But at the same time, we have the, the paradigm in the deen that, you know, this can Islam gharib and it will return to be gharib. So uh, how do we find the reconcile between thinking, you know, we have a very, we're very comfortable with people hating us. We're like, oh yeah, people hate us. That means we must be on the haq, you know. The more people hate Islam and try to, and so where do we find the balance between people hating Islam and people loving Islam? You know what I try to say actually is our duty is to explain Islam to the people. To explain to them that this is your religion, not my religion, it's your religion. It is going to save you. And for that purpose, you need to be nice to the people. That way the Quran said, You are on big character. It means you need the Quran and you need the people who carry the Quran with the big character, good character. If people who carry the Quran they are not good character, Quran will not benefit. The people who have the Quran, they should be so nice that everybody is ready to listen from you. That was should be kind to the people, kind to the neighbors, loving to the people. That I, I mean, as a human being, you know, you should be loved by the people who understand. The Prophet said that as a human being, he is loved. He is hated as a messenger. <coughs> the people loved him as, as a human being. Even the people who did not believe in him, they used to put their deposits in his house. Because they trusted in him. So that types of believers should be loved by as a human being. Certainly, as a, as a, as a believer, they will be hated. Because people don't want your religion. But first, actually, make a fact that you should be a good human being. People love you. They know that you are nobody. You are better than them. Then after that, it becomes easier for them to understand your message. So when it's a gharib, gharib means in the, in the relation of the religion. In the relation of the religion, no doubt, Muslims will become very, very few. Not people follow. But I'm trying to say that this religion only can be good da'wah for the religion when Muslims become good human beings. As the Prophet as well. We really make effort that people love you, they listen to you, they feel easiness to be your neighbor. They feel really if they are neighbor of a Muslim, they are more protected. You know, if they are neighbor of non-Muslim, there is a problem. But at the moment, actually, people think we are neighbor of Muslim, there is more problem. So, you know, that, that should be understood properly. The Prophet as a human being, was beloved by the people. People loved him very much. You know, Arabs have no problem with Muhammad, son of Abdullah. They had problem with Muhammad as a messenger of Allah. The problem was Muhammad, son of Allah, Muhammad and Arab. They're not the problem. That was good. That they loved him. Anyway, the problem with Muhammad when he became messenger. That is the problem. To him, as a human being, they loved him. He's such a nice person. Who can hate him? Islam, I was just wondering, um, in the second verse, it says, Betson, and I was just 
want to know what the difference in meaning between that word and Arverb is. Mm -hmm. uh, between the word Arverb, which also means punishment. Yeah. So what's the difference in meaning? Ba'as and Adab. Yeah, Adab means punishment. Ba'as means really, you know, what you can see. Ba'as means toughness. Shidda, they say. Ba'as means shidda, toughness. To toughness and less toughness is punishment. To Ba'asun means that why in our way also called Bu'as. Ba'as also used for war. The war is tough. Sometimes they use the word Ba'as, they mean the word hard. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.